0: God bless America. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to Red, White, and True Podcast. I am Andrew Britton, your host, and God bless all of you for being here today. Thank you so much for giving me some time out of your day. God bless me for giving me the opportunity and the ability to speak into this microphone and say these words to try to reach people. God bless America, and God please, please, God Save America, please. I don't know if you guys can see right now, but I'm doing the, I'm, I'm smh in right now. I'm doing some smh Is there, Is there an audio podcast version of, of SMH? Is there like a sound drop or a sound clip that I can put in here that represents the shaking my head, the SMH? because uh, There's, no, there's not. Okay, yeah, there's not. So yeah, I'm smh right now. I'm shaking my head. And the reason for me shaking my head is because, yes, the puppet, the figurehead, The false front, Joe Biden, the false front that pretends to be the president of the United States that is actually propped up by a Marxist machine behind him, which we spoke about the Marxist plan in the last episode, how they are utilizing this plan of ideological subversion to push Marxism in America to create a whole different generation, a whole younger generation through the educational systems, which then spread to corporate America of all next generation of Marxist activists who run around pretending that Marxism is better than the current system we have here in the United States of America. be stupid. Which is ludicrous to anybody that has a brain, but yet still, this is happening. And just in case you didn't catch the last podcast, it's called The Rise of Marxism, and it explains this whole process of ideological subversion, how it was originally instituted, and how it's been utilized here recently, in more recent years and decades, to be pushed on us now so that we can get to the pinnacle of the Marxist revolution in which they attempt this takeover of the United States of America. So, yes, I'm smh in right now because the false front of a president, Joe Biden, the liar that he is, the gaslighter that he is, the person who has destroyed our economy and is pushing us into the final stages of this tyrannical Marxist regime, this takeover of America, he has announced that he is running for re-election.
1: This can't actually be happening.
0: Right. I'm sure everyone out there is just as shocked as I am, which is not shocked. Can you can you see my can you see my shocked face right now? Of course you can't. It's an audio cast. Can you hear my shocked voice? Yeah, of course you can't because I'm not shocked. Just like the rest of you weren't shocked because we all knew this was coming because regardless of how hapless Joe Biden is or how useless or how senile, or any of those things, how deficient that we can all see, know, and feel that he is in the chaos burning around the United States and around the world, and all this evil that is rising all around the world in the United States of America. Despite all that, we all knew he was going to run again because of the democratic machine that runs Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. It is so infested into the institutions of this country and the mainstream media and all of these other places, corporations, that they have an opportunity to actually win. And think about how preposterous that is. If we had a media that actually did their job, this would be a Reagan-Mondale landslide for whoever the Republican candidate is running against Joe Biden. But if you look at polling right now, it's not that. And how in the hell, how in the hell, given the failures of the Biden administration and Joe Biden and the Democrats in the Dem-run cities and the Dem states, the exodus that we see from blue states to red states and all these failures, how in the hell do they keep getting elected? Or does anybody even vote for them? Well, I think there's a... Quite a bit of corruption going on here. That seems to be pretty obvious. They actually had a panel on Fox & Friends Morning, which there's not a whole lot of useful Fox shows left. But Fox & Friends Morning on the weekends, Fox & Friends Weekends, I actually think is a worthwhile program. And it's four hours long. It seems like it's forever long. But they have some really good open hosts on there that do a really good job of actually explaining the real issues. And with the four-hour-long show, you got enough time to actually do that. And so... On that show this morning, they really kind of got into what Joe Biden is actually doing and running on. They had a panel on there talking to voters in New York City. They had three Democrats, two Republicans, and two Independents. Two of the three Democrats said they would be willing to vote for Donald Trump over Joe Biden. So things are turning. But you guys, with all the lies and all the tyranny and all the nonsense that Joe Biden is pushing, there is absolutely no way with a free that actually reports the truth that this man would have a shot in hell at winning, but yet he does. And it really speaks to the corruption and the place that we've gotten to in this country with the mainstream media, with the federal bureaucracy and our federal law enforcement agencies and the corporations and the Democrat voting machine, the Democrat donors, and this place that we've gotten to where you can be as inept as the Democrats and Joe Biden with his failed policy as they have and still have a chance to get reelected. That is an unbelievable place, especially when people don't actually believe that the elections are free and fair or that they have any integrity. And that pushes us to one place when Joe Biden looks at half the country and says you guys are fascists. Well, clearly Joe Biden hasn't looked at what the traditional definition of fascist was before they all changed it when Donald Trump became president to essentially try to describe him because, well, the academic institutions and all these Democrat-led institutions, well, they all hate Donald Trump and in turn they hate conservatism in which Donald Trump actually represented a populist conservatism that scares the hell out of them for exposing their disgusting machine that has so tainted America. So, of course, they changed the definition. But if Joe Biden actually went and looked at the original, the more traditional definition of fascism, he would see a description of himself in the first two years of his presidency. And funny how they always attach fascism to right-wing things when that term was most commonly used when talking about Mussolini and Hitler, but yet they fail to realize that the Democrats are pushing Marxism with his socialism and communism, and Hitler and Mussolini were socialists that ultimately became fascist, which seems to be the same path that Joe Biden and the entire Democrat party is on right now, including the help of many of the Republicans of the last few generations, the older Republicans, the establishments, which seem to have created this uniparty in Washington D.C. that give Joe Biden, somebody like Joe Biden, as big a failure as Joe Biden, the ability to run again Say he's running again without being laughed out of this country Or for God's sakes Committing a crime that he did with Anthony Blinken Lying to the American people Election interference with the Hunter Biden laptop story That the Biden campaign totally fabricated Looking at all of us in the face With a straight face And saying he's going to run for re-election And the fact that they aren't in jail For committing a higher election interference A higher fraud than Watergate was Come again You heard me right What Joe Biden and Anthony Anthony Blinken and Morell and all those 50 other intel agents that signed that letter did. That was a such a coordinated effort with the social media companies and the federal government and all of that. That is a bigger scandal than Watergate, and yet crickets, nothing. That shows you again the corruption and the way the system has been tainted here in America. The way it has been corrupted and it has been Frankensteined into something that it was never intended to be, that it never should be. Where the highest elected official in the land only openly speaks to represent the people that voted for him. Not every citizen, but the people who voted for him. That is the setup of a revolution. That is the setup of an intended division amongst the citizens, the voters of this country. The corruption is a setup to a revolution, to the division between voters, the weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI. That is a setup for a revolution, for a division, a divide amongst the left and the right, the black and the white, the rich and the poor, whatever they want to call it. The Democrats are sowing division in every way they possibly can, and it is totally intentional. And if you listen to the last podcast episode, it gives a great detailed explanation of how and why that is being done through their plan of ideological subversion that is being assisted by some of our biggest adversaries like China and Russia in some sense. So how in the hell could a president of such failure run again? Well, unfortunately, Todd Herman actually ran almost the exact exact same show I'm gonna run today. He did it in a little bit different way, and Todd's got a way bigger show than I do. He's been doing this for way longer and way more of a reputation, but I was already in the middle of making this podcast episode. I do try to do a little bit on this thing every day, so I'm just gonna roll with it, and I'm gonna take it as a compliment that Todd and I thought to do almost the exact same show. So here we go on this thing, you guys. Joe Biden has announced for re-election, and I'm going to base this entire episode off the abject lies in this man's re-election video. So here we go. Let's listen to this video. You guys, I'm sorry. I know this is going to be painful to listen to, but I'm about to tear this thing to pieces from a factual, fundamental standpoint, showing how massive A liar this man is. And notice in his video, he speaks nothing of his accomplishments because they don't exist. He is a totally mentally and spiritually captured evil man that seeks to impose his ideology, the ideology of his party, of the elites onto us so that we can live under their rule, under tyranny in a place that was founded to be the most free nation that ever exists on the face of this planet and they seek to destroy it. So having said that, ring the damn bell let's tear this thing apart. Let's talk some truth. And let's talk about where Joe Biden and the Democrats plan is leading us to in this country. There's a revolution coming. Ring the damn bell. Okay, guys, here we go. Trying to woosah here. I'm getting ready. I'm going to play this video and I'm going to cut in every time the BS meter starts to peg towards the top and the steam's about to blow out of my ears. I'm going to jump in and tear this thing apart piece by piece here from Joe Biden, because this is the most dishonest video, the most dishonest set of things that he could possibly say to us, the American people, the most dishonest campaign launch of all time. This man is the biggest, most corrupt, liar. He and his entire Marxist team behind him are the most corrupt set of people that have ever, ever held high office in this country. They make Richard Nixon look like nothing at all. They make Richard Nixon look like a choir boy. This is the most painfully dishonest video I have ever seen. The most painfully dishonest set of talking points I have ever heard. So I'm going to try, I'm going to I'm gonna tolerate it for as long as I can, and then I'm going to cut in and I'm going to destroy it because this is a joke and an insult to we the people that this man and his team could make this video spitting in our faces for what they have done to us and our country and what they desire to do to us and our country in our children's country, in our grandchildren's country moving forward. So here's Joe Biden's stupid-ass video. Here we go. Let's get into this thing. Everybody take a deep breath, hit the pause button, count to 10 for a second, whatever you got to do. But I'm going to give you some relief in between the madness, the lies, the dishonesty as we play the clip and then I shred it and then we play the next piece. So here we go. Here is your liar-in-chief, your Marxist-in-chief, Joe Biden. Okay. Okay. We, we, we've already hit the point. We, I'm sorry. I've cut in. So quick, uh, look, you guys. I realize that this is a video, actually. So not being able to actually visually see it on an audio podcast, I-, I understand is a bit difficult. Okay, and it makes this a little bit tricky. But the audio side of it is important. But okay, the first word the guy says is freedom. And notice the cutesy, you know, kind of oh scary music that they got in the background as they show images of January sixth, and they show abortion signs, and they're trying to scare everybody, gin up the emotion, and then. And the first word the man says is freedom. Okay. As he assaults the constitution and he assaults all of our civil liberties, as he pushes and All of the Democrats push this pro-authoritarian, tyrannical Marxist regime on us and try to transition America away from its founding principles of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and freedom. The first word this man says after he plays scary emotional music with scary images of January 6th and insurrections, just like the ones that happened at the Kentucky State House, just like the ones that happened at the Tennessee State House, and also just like the one going on in Minnesota right now at George Floyd Square. Go look that one up. An active insurrection with an organized crime family or whoever, what organized crime holding this square with the federal government, the DOJ telling them not to go in and do anything about it. Freedom is the first word that comes out of this man's mouth with the scary music behind it. Uh, I'm sorry. This is going to be, this is a painful experience. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to hold on here and try to do the best I can, but I'll try to wait longer before I cut in on the next one. It's only a three-minute video. This might take six hours. I, I, I don't know. This is maddening, all right? But I had to at least give an explanation for the beginning of the video. So here we go. I'll let it go.
1: Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first turn, to fight for our democracy.
0: Oh, oh, oh my God. Lord, please be with me. You guys, I'm sorry. I try my best not to swear on this podcast. I already dropped an A, money sign, money sign. I am sorry about that. But oh my, he's, this, this man said democracy and led with personal freedoms. Are, are you bleeping kidding me? This is going to be hard to get through, you guys. This is the second time I've listened to this thing, but oh my God. Oh, Joe, so you and all your Marxist Democrats, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to dead name you as Democrats because you're Marxists. So I guess I I dead named them as Democrats. I'm sorry about that. They're Marxist, which fundamentally, Marxists don't believe in democracy whatsoever. So let's just call things what they are. They're Marxist. They don't believe in democracy. So it actually makes a lot of sense, the way that they're running the government and the personal freedoms that Joe says that he is protecting. Oh, you mean like the personal freedoms, like free speech, like the First Amendment, because The Biden administration was attacking free speech, censoring people on social media before they were even the Biden administration. They were the Biden campaign still, and they were sending lists of tweets and usernames to the social media companies telling them, take these tweets down. Take these posts down. Biden administration, personal freedoms, attacks on the First Amendment. Oh, they want to ban hate speech. Oh, we got to get rid of hate speech. Hate speech. Well, can you please define hate speech for us since you so desperately want to ban it, which essentially just means you want to ban free speech, but please define hate speech. Uh, uh, we can't. We, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh, really? Guys, please be leery of any person that tells you they want to ban something or take something from you that they cannot fundamentally define in great detail. When they try to take your personal rights and your personal freedoms away, and they can't define exactly the piece that they're taking away, that is tyranny. That is exactly what that is. It's not hate speech that they have a problem with. It's not hate speech. It's speech that they hate. Speech that they hate that they don't like, which typically outs them or exposes them for the frauds and the Marxists that they are. Or I don't know, maybe like the attacks on the Second Amendment, Joe. Where oh we got to ban assault weapons we got we we, we got to ban these assault weapons oh really could any any Democrat please hand up please raise your hand define an assault weapon please please define that well we um uh yeah we I, I don't know I I I don't know oh they if right they don't know yet again another thing they would like to ban from you because. They just don't want you to have it because they would like to impose tyranny on every single one of us. Oh, you mean like mandating people to drive electric cars or the 800 plus executive orders that Joe Biden and his Marxist regime have passed through costing the citizens of this country trillions of dollars. Oh, you mean like all those non-voted on policies by the elected representatives that we send to Congress? By the way, can we just get into the fact, It, it drives me insane, we are not a democracy. We vote in national elections once every two years. We are a constitutional republic. We are a constitutional representative republic. If we were a true democracy... As the Democrats like to plead to us, they like to pound it into our heads. We have to save your democracy. We have to save our democracy. If we were a true democracy, we, the people, would vote on every single issue all the time. But that's not how it works. We elect officials to go up there because the Founding Fathers knew that that was a far more efficient process than true democracy. This is... Absolutely ridiculous. While Joe Biden's DOJ and FBI are going after Catholics, pro-lifers, and they let everything else slide, if it lines up with their ideology, that's not a crime. But if you simply disagree with them, that's a crime. Putting Douglas Mackey in prison for making memes, making fun of Hillary Clinton voters. Oh, personal freedoms, right? The right to free speech. I mean, that's just free speech. Nope. Because there was a woman that did the exact same thing, making memes, making fun of Trump voters, did the same thing as Douglas Mackey. You think she's seen a charge? Nope. So are those the kind of personal freedoms that you're talking about, Joe? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Or I don't know. Maybe all the spying on American citizens. Maybe all the stripping of our rights to privacy, Joe. Maybe, maybe that. Or maybe the CBDCs that you'd like to do so that you can monitor every single transaction that we make, so that you can build a social credit score. And while we're talking about credit scores, is it is it democracy or personal freedoms that Joe Biden now says and the Democrats now say? If you have a good credit score, you will be punished for buying a house. And if you have a bad credit score, you will get incentives and benefits to buy a house paid for by the people who have good credit scores. Because that makes sense. Because That doesn't sound anything like the 2008 housing crisis that we found ourselves in because we gave loans to people who couldn't afford to buy the house that they bought. And then they defaulted on those loans because they couldn't afford to buy the houses that they bought. And then we had a meltdown. And Joe Biden's like, yeah, that was awesome. Let's do it again. I was in office. I saw the back end of that thing. Sweet. Let's do that. And then his attacks on the 10th Amendment, stripping. He would love to strip the states of their power. Give it all the federal government, the massive bureaucracy in the federal government that actually runs the government, not our elected officials. So, I mean, this democracy, surely it's practiced in deep blue states. These deep blue states, they practice this democracy that Joe Biden is telling us that he has to preserve for us. He has to save it for us from the fascists, from the fascists who want to get out of your life and don't want to mess with you and want to restore your constitutional rights and the constitutional protections given to you by God, protected by the government as the original intention of the founding fathers, who just so happen to know a thing or two about tyranny. So how does it work in the deep blue states? How do they get to where they pass laws like, hey, in California, we're going to scale your electric bill based on your income? How do you get to things like that? Because surely nobody would vote for somebody that would that would pass that legislation that would sneak stuff around them. Well, here's how they get away in places like California and Washington and Oregon passing these abhorrent laws that nobody would ever support. And we sit here scratching our head like why would they? Why would they support that? Well, here's why. Here's how they do it. This is a really trick this is democracy in action. So California what they do is they they name a bill Okay, they say, okay, this is basically what's going to be. But it's a blank bill. There's nothing in the bill. They pass a blank bill through the legislative process, which is the process that the citizens, the people of California get to see. But there's nothing on the bill. So they pass the bill and they let it sit there for a little bit. And then they bring amendments back in. And then in those amendments is where they write the actual legislation after the bill's already passed. But at this point, they don't have to show the voters what they did. So you find yourself doing things like banning people from being able to own their own trucking companies, forcing them to try and go work for bigger trucking companies, or banning people from being Uber drivers, trying to force people to unionize, trying to ban gas-powered vehicles, trying to force people to get electric vehicles so that you can actually support your failing electric grid to pull charge off of said cars that you don't actually have enough energy to provide a charge to these cars. Oh, so like that type of democracy. are like, how does it work in D.C. with the federal bureaucracy and all this stuff going on? Well, here's a here's an interesting one for you. Did, did we all know that NGOs, lobbyists, and special interest groups actually write legislation? They write the legislation and then they hand it to our elected officials. Those elected officials oftentimes don't even read the bill. They just pass it straight on to the Senate floor. Or, I don't know, maybe democracy like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi not allowing bills to get to the floor if they don't agree with them. Where Kevin McCarthy just overturned that policy where any member of the House can bring a bill to the floor. Because every member is as important as any other member. Because they are all sent there by the American people. They are all duly elected members of the House of Representatives voted for by we the people of the United States. Nancy Pelosi did not allow that. Only bills that she wanted to see got to the floor. Well, that's an interesting take on democracy. Well, how do the federal bureaucracy, how how do they ruin good bills that actually do get passed? Okay, so here's how this works. So when Congress passes a bill, it goes to the bureaucracy for implementation. Well, what ends up happening is you have people like Gina Raimondo, who is, oh, what does Gina do? Oh, she's the Commerce Secretary. I'm sorry. Forgive me. There's so many of these people because the bureaucracy is massive and stupid huge. Okay? And you guys, I'm sorry. This is going to be a long episode. This guy is a clown and a liar and a moron and an absolute bleeping idiot. And he is a liar most of all, like I said, because he and his Marxist friends have every idea of tearing down any pieces of democracy that exist within our system. I mean, we've already seen a 2020 election where Donald Trump got 12 million more votes than he did in 2016 and lost by 8 million votes to a guy who couldn't rub 100 people together in a rally, couldn't get people to show up to his rallies, could barely speak and was embroiled in corruption. I mean, democracy, personal freedoms, unbelievable. But anyhow, back to Gina Raimondo. So Gina Raimondo has a quote here, Where she says, if Congress wasn't going to do what they should have done, we're going to do it in implementation. I.e., what the federal bureaucracy calls the rules-making process, where they take legislation passed by Congress, and if they don't like it, they simply add rules and regulations to it to suit their ideology. Not what Congress passed, not the not the people that we sent there to Congress, that we voted into Congress to pass bills and legislation for us to try and make our lives better. So Congress actually does that, passes a bill, which seems pretty rare, especially when you're talking about split government, passes a bill, and then the federal bureaucracy completely Frankensteins it with their rules and regulations because, well, it wasn't woke enough for them. It wasn't progressive enough for them. And they totally corrupt the bill that was passed. Unelected officials like that democracy, Joe, is that the kind of democracy you're talking about? Because that's not the kind of democracy that we are supposed to have. That's not the kind of democracy that any of us deserve. We all deserve better than that. And that's not the kind of democracy that any of us should want. Because guess what? It's not democracy. It's tyranny. It is a state. A country being led by unelected bureaucrats, which is very CCP China, Soviet Union, Iran, dictators, monarchies, and all of these different rulers around the world that rule with a tyrannical iron fist, accepting no dissent. That kind of democracy, Joe? You guys, um, I'm sorry. I I really am. This is this has me so hot and so upset if you can't tell but every i'm struggling to get through sentences as this man is just slapping us all in the face with bold faced lies I, who believes this stuff who who in the hell believes this i, I, I don't know who this man's talking to because these are bold faced lies Maybe he's talking to the two 16-year-old kids or however young they are that are putting pro-Biden and pro-Democrat messages, oh, hate the Republicans because of climate change and whatever the nonsense is that the Biden administration is paying these kids to put on Twitter, to put out on TikTok. He's paying influencers. It's like a set of 16-year-old kids that Joe Biden is paying The Biden administration is paying to push his ridiculous Marxist policies. And these kids don't know any better. They've not been taught anything. This will probably be the most embarrassing moment of their lives when they go back and look at this. But this is the kind of democracy, the kind of constitutional republic that Joe Biden's talking about, because he doesn't even know how to characterize our own damn country that he's served for like five decades. Which it seems pretty apparent that he's served himself a whole lot more than he's served this Country. So, why in the hell would we take this man seriously? Why would we take these Marxists seriously? You guys, I'm going to try to get through this thing without totally exploding my head. And I apologize. It's going to get probably going to get hairier as we go on. But democracy and personal freedoms, this man says. The audacity. Unbelievable. Just spitting in our faces. But Those are the reasons, those lies, that tyranny, the stuff that he is doing to oppress Catholics celebrating the Tennessee Three while he makes no mention of the Christians that were murdered by the air quotes transgender man, which was a damn woman who we in a real democracy would get to see all of her writings, journals, manifesto, suicide letter, text messages, and everything that she put out there, the same way they released the white shooter in Buffalo who shot up a black grocery store. Oh, they released all his stuff immediately. You mean like that kind of democracy, Joe? You mean like, like that? The great uniter, Joe Biden, that kind of democracy where you clearly have such disdain for the other side? That it is painfully obvious that you hate us and you hate anyone who questions you. That kind of democracy, Joe, there's a revolution coming. It's coming. Unbelievable. But this is why you get to the point and how you get to a point that the revolution is coming. I'm sorry, guys. Back to the video. I really will try to make it longer before I cut back in again. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: It shouldn't be. A red or blue issue. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms, cutting Social Security... And you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what healthcare decisions women can make, banning books, and telling people who they can love, all while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote.
0: Okay, so oh oh You guys, every word this man says in this video is a damn lie, which if you've ever seen his Twitter account is not different. Literally everything this man says is a lie. And this is not a new phenomena for Joe Biden. He's been a liar from day one, from day one. But okay, Joe, your claims that you make here, I I held on as absolutely long as I could, but let's go ahead. And address each and every single claim that we heard in that tiny little clip filled with nothing but gaslighting propaganda lies from Joe Biden. So here we go. So he starts off with the nice, oh, the cutesy happy music in the background. This shouldn't be a, a red or blue issue. Oh, he's going to unite us. Finally, we're going to see the uniter Joe Biden. And then, boom, we shift into the dark music. But the MAGA Republicans, oh, those MAGA. (laughs) Seriously, every time this dude goes to MAGA Republicans or Trump, everything's not his fault. It's funny how the destruction of the country just seems to line up with when you came into office, Joey. But nothing's your fault. Oh, no, no, can't be your fault. So, oh, it's not a red or blue issue. Don't believe him when he tells you he wants to be a uniter. That's why he insults you and essentially calls you stupid all the time. Where he says things that you know, that we know, are fundamentally not true. Okay, so he's not a uniter. They're they're banning books, he says. No, Joe, they're banning pornographic books that have pornographic images and pornographic descriptions teaching our children how to have sex, heterosexual sex, homosexual sex with each other. Images and detailed descriptions. Go look up the books. It is foul. Enough to make a grown man blush or a grown up. I don't care what gender you are, or what sex you are. Enough to make a grown up blush. It is. Ugh. These books are. Not, not the type of content that needs to be in in kids' schools. There is no value from an educational purposes for that. Parents should be having the birds and the bees conversations with their children, not the government. But in case you wondered, since we're there, who your children actually belong to, let me hit you with this little clip from Joey. Listen to who Joey thinks the children of this country belong to. We've seen it play out time after time across the country, parents standing up and speaking out in an effort to have more say in their kids' lives and their children's education. But it appears President Biden, he doesn't agree, making comments that suggest kids don't necessarily belong to their parents.
1: There's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children.
0: Oh, 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 now we get it, Joey. Now we get it. So the kids, the kids, they just, they just belong to the government. That's it. The kids belong to the government. Right. So this thing's gone totally off the rails now. I've got sound clips inside of sound clips and I'm cutting it up and providing descriptions and pushback against Joe Biden inside of sound clips. But whatever. I think you get the point I was driving at, though, because the next part I'm going to push into here is Joe talking about. We've got to save on and protect our rights. We need Joe Biden to save and protect our rights. And I'm not going to revisit the First Amendment and Second Amendment and Fourth Amendment and Tenth Amendment attacks that Joe Biden is is trying to push upon in this country right now. But keep those in mind when he's also trying to steal and take away parents' rights to protect our own children, to teach our own children, to have a say in the futures of our children, to have a, a say in what they get taught in schools. As if. Public schools aren't funded by taxpayers the last time I checked, so we kind of do have a say in it. We kind of should have a say in it because we pay for it, Joey. And guess what? We shouldn't be surprised by Joe's position about who the children belong to because if you listen to the last episode at all, which I beg you, go listen to that. I think it's an extremely important podcast. Like I said when I did the episode, I think it may be the most important podcast I ever do, ever, no matter how much longer I do this. The last one, the rise of Marxism, may be the most important one I ever do. But in that, it explains this ideology, and we shouldn't be surprised by this from Joe Biden and the Democrats, because they're Marxists, and Marxists have always believed, from the very beginning, that the children belong to them. And they know this. It's actually strategic. They do this because they know they need to indoctrinate the children to ensure that the next generation is nice, brainwashed, good little soldiers that will do exactly what the Marxists tell them to do. And then they will push and support Marxism and they will speak very, very glowingly of it as if it's a, a great thing that's ever been really good or successful for humanity. Just look to the CCP and you can see just how nice communism really is. Or, I don't know, any other socialist communist country throughout all of history. So, no, we shouldn't be surprised by that at all. And that also destroys Joe Biden's argument of, you need me, you need Joe Biden to protect your rights as I sick the DOJ and the FBI on everybody who disagrees with me. Right. Yeah, I I don't think so. I don't think I need Joe Biden or any Democrat Marxist to protect my civil liberties or personal freedoms and rights. But then the next one is we need to, we need to treat people equally Joe says "Joe says equally, which is really curious because if you listen to him talk any other time, they've replaced that term equally, equal, which is a primary founding principle of this country with the term equity. And we've talked about this in podcasts in the past. DEI initiatives, Joe Biden has spread it all over the government. It is a fundamental principle of every government agency in which the objective is to not treat people equally, literally giving people a heads up for having different superficial characteristics or who they choose to sleep with fundamentally not treating people equally so that one's gone they need a they need a fair shot to make it joe biden says we got to give people a, a fair shot okay so this is just a socialist principle that Joe, that Joe Biden's talking about here. This is the steal from the rich and give to the poor, where he's trying to play Robin Hood. And this is nonsense because he's just trying to set us all up for socialism. Okay. It's nothing more than that. That's all he's doing when he makes that argument. Oh, we got to give people a fair shot. Really what he's, Trying to tell you is he's gonna cheat a whole bunch of other people out of shots that they've likely earned and give them to people who haven't earned them because of their superficial characteristics or who they choose to sleep with, or pretty much whether or not they agree with Joe Biden's brainwashed ideology, his Marxist ideology. If they say, Yep, we're on board with the Marxism, Joe's like, Hey, we'll give you whatever you want, and every Democrat does the same thing. It's all about obedience. It's all about power and control for them. It's all about that. And unfortunately, we as conservatives in previous generations have allowed this to infest to so many different places of our country. Now we have a real battle on our hands. But he makes, again, this freaking social security and benefits argument. Okay, Kevin McCarthy and most of the presidential candidates have said that for what reason I don't know, that they won't that they will not touch Social Security or Medicare, which is a fundamental mistake because in not touching those programs, they are going to go insolvent. And here, not too far down the road, per the Congressional Budget Office bipartisan group, people will be taking 23% cuts on their benefits. So that's a lie. Okay. Joe Biden not touching those programs is reducing the amount of money that people are going to get from those programs. A massive decrease in the money they get from those programs. Instead of reforming them and finding a way to ensure that the people that have been promised those those benefits, that paid into them for years and years and years and probably are living on those things now, to ensure those people get them, but that there are reforms for the next generations to get them. It has to be reformed or else it's going to go insolvent. These claims of I won't touch Social Security, is they're just dumb. They're just fundamentally stupid. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on saying it. If you're saying that, and you know the reality of the numbers, you are lying. You are lying. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on saying it. They have to be reformed. So Joe's lying here, just like anybody else that says it. And then we get into the tax cuts for the wealthy. My Christ almighty. Really? Are we we really going to do this again? I mean, I've done entire episodes pretty much on this, especially when Joe Biden came out with his budget. But since he wants to bring it up again, okay, fine, Joe. I'll give you the numbers straight from the IRS. Okay? Oh boy, here we go. The bottom 50%. Pays a tax rate. Okay, so here's the tax rate per tax bracket. And I'm not going to read all the tax brackets. I'll just give you the bottom and the top. Okay, the bottom 50% of earners pay a 3.1% tax rate on average. The top 1% of earners pay a 26% tax rate. Anybody, anybody see a difference in math there? So Joe Biden says the rich people aren't paying their fair share, but the IRS numbers say something different. Okay. On to the next sheet of IRS tax data here. Half of taxpayers paid 97.7% of federal income taxes. Well, which half was that? Oh, it was the top half of earners. The top 50% of earners paid 97.7% of federal income taxes. The bottom 50%, just in case, just to clear up the math here, the bottom 50% paid... 2.3% 2.3% of federal income taxes. See where the lie is starting to fall apart here? It's an abject destruction. And here's another curious one. Okay, since 2001, we're looking all the way back to 2001 of the tax rates on the different tax brackets. The top 1% in this country, top 1% of earners, their tax rate has increased since 2001. The bottom 50% since 2001 has decreased from about 5% to the 3.1% that I said earlier. So since 2001, the bottom 50% federal tax rate has gone down and the top 1% tax rate has gone up. So there's another lie. Scratch that one off the list there. So we got that one. Standing up for the rights of women. Oh, We got to protect women's rights. Uh, Is there a Democrat in the world right now that's actually standing up for women's rights? Sure seems like they kind of want to replace women with an abject lie. Men pretending to be women, they want to replace women with that. And then they want to take that and Joe himself and all of his Marxist friends want to do it to children so that they can not only sterilize children for the rest of their lives, but they can also, in many cases, prevent that child from ever feeling an orgasm. Because that seems like a joyous experience of a life. Yay. Come on. What are we talking about? And, And Joe Biden and the Democrats want to do this behind parents' backs. The dictator of the separate country of Washington, Jay Inslee, he will take your child in from any state in this country, pay for a Greyhound bus, send them to Washington, hide your child and perform gender affirming, air quotes, gender affirming care on them and will not give your child back will not tell you where they are, but they will send you the bill for the medical care. So we got that one. And oh yeah, Joe says, oh, they're, the MAGA extremists are trying to tell people who they can love. Well, I distinctly remember a very bipartisan bill, which really didn't even need to happen because of the Obergefell decision from the Supreme Court, which protected the rights to same-sex marriage. But anyhow, just for cause, just to end the issue forever, there was a massive bipartisan, a bipartisan bill called the Respect for Marriage Act. And this was just in 2022. Look, I know Joe's going senile and his memory's going bad, but somebody could have told him that a year ago, Congress passed a bipartisan bill that protected the rights that were already protected in the Obergefell decision. So all 50 states have to honor the marriages that happen in other states, same-sex Homosexual, heterosexual, whatever the marriage is. It's the Respect for Marriage Act 2022. Go look it up. And then Joe Biden gets to voting rights. And I'm going to drop another clip inside of a clip for this one because he's referring to, and Democrats always like to refer to this one, they're talking about voter IDs, just so you know. They want to let illegal immigrants vote. In many cases, and many. Democrat-run cities around the country, they are changing their election laws to allow uh, illegal immigrants to vote. But they are also changing them to allow children, minors, to vote. Now, they haven't been able to do this in national elections, but do you trust that they won't? Do you trust that they won't use those votes in a national election? Look at the debacle in Arizona, where it is clear that voter fraud occurred there. It is plain as day, and Kerry Lake is fighting tooth and nail just to prove it. And even if she does prove it, do you think they're going to yank Katie Hobbs out of office? And what does that have to do with Mark Kelly and Blake Masters race? Because I kind of think that any vote that would have been for Kerry Lake would have also been for Blake Masters and any vote for Katie Hobbs would have been for Senator Mark Warner. Or what is that? What is his name? whatever his name is. Mark Kelly. Sorry, I apologize. Totally insignificant man. Never talks. I mean, he's a patriot in some sense. He was an astronaut, but he's a useless senator. He's just a dead vote for the Democrats. I'm sorry, I dead named them again. The Marxists. okay? so but remember this clip because they're specifically they like to they like to cite this Georgia voting law where Joe Biden made this comment about the Georgia voting law. And then I'll give you the statistics on the backside of it. It's getting harder and harder to vote. There are some people in America, bigots, let's just call them what they are, who are demanding that we know voters identities before we let them choose our government. They want people to show IDs at the polls, if you can even imagine, in 2021. These bigots, Joe Biden explained today, are Republicans.
1: And so I'm convinced that we'll be able to stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like
0: Jim Eagle. What the hell did he just say? Jim, J- um, hold on. Let's, let's play that back again. Hold on.
1: I'll need an effective strategy to mobilize true and international depression.
0: <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, having a little bit of fun with this thing or trying to, because my goodness. I mean, I've got a head full of hair still. Not going bald, thank God. But man, after this thing, it makes me want to pull all of my hair out, listening to the just lies, lies from this man in every single way. I mean, literally. The things that he is saying make as much sense as true or not, or whatever he says. I mean, it's maddening. And as as it relates to the Georgia voting laws, Georgia voting, after they instituted the policy, the voting policy that Joe Biden called Jim Eagle... Or whatever the hell he called it, okay? Their voting numbers were up hundreds of percent. And that is also the same for the black and brown communities hundreds of percent. They had the highest voter turnout in the history of Georgia elections after this bill that Joe Biden and the Democrats and Stacey Abrams and all of the Marxists like her. After they said this was Jim Crow on steroids. That is unbelievably disingenuous. There is nothing that comes out of their mouths that we should believe. Not a damn thing. So I'm going to try yet again to not cut in as soon again. So here we go. Back to the Joe Biden re-election lie. I mean announcement. Nah, lie. Well, yeah, lie
1: when i ran for president four years ago i said we're in a battle for the soul of america and we still are the question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom more rights or fewer i know what i want the answer
0: to be and i think you do too
1: this is not a time to
0: be complacent okay, okay, all right, now we're getting somewhere, because he actually tells the truth right up until the end. So he says, we're in a battle for the soul of the nation, in which Joe Biden just recently told us that, air quotes, transgender people are the soul of the nation. Wow, that's really interesting. I don't remember reading that in my history books. I mean, God bless them. Do your thing. As long as you don't mess with the kids, then do your drag shows and do your But whatever you wanna do, you're a grown adult, you can do your thing, but leave the kids alone, okay? And then we get to the, oh, well, should we have, we got to make sure that we we have more freedoms. We got to, do I need to revisit the more freedoms thing? Really? Do I? I don't think so. I'm not going to do it. But then Joe says, but then, oh, Joey, here he comes. He says, I think I know what I want it to be. whoop now we're getting to the kicker. Now we're getting there. Because yes, Joe, we know what you and all the Marxists want. You want us to have no freedoms. We want to, you want us to not have The ability to defend ourselves. You want us to not be able to speak if we disagree with you. You want us to not have rights to privacy. You want to shove CBDCs down our throats so you can monitor all of our purchases to make sure that we're not purchasing things from banned places like, I don't know, gun stores or anything that Joe Biden and the Democrats don't like. I don't know, maybe gas cars? Whoa. Man, CBDCs are really starting to sound really awesome. So you mean the government can just turn your bank account off or just say, hey, their card doesn't work if they go try to buy a a Ford F-150 or a Chevy Silverado that's gas-powered? Yeah. If they try to purchase their, their bank account, it just doesn't work for that stuff. So th- more freedoms like that, Joe? Yeah, yeah, I, I I don't think that's, I don't think that's what the rest of us are thinking when we think about more freedoms. But I do know that's what Joe Biden and the Marxists are thinking. And then, notice, notice the music. It's all slow and cutesy, and here we go, and we're building to a crescendo because something big's coming. So let's get back. Let's get back to that video and find out what's coming because I'm sure it's going to be huge and we're all going to be so excited. All right. Back to the the Joe Biden lies. All right. I mean, re-election. Lies. Yeah. Lies. Yep. Lies. That's why I'm running for re-election. Wait, what? No, no, no. Actually, hold on. No, actually, I, yes, yes, this dude is a total moron, and he lies about everything, thank you, thank you, Joe, thank you, God, thank you, please, and please, oh, I hope we get to the part where Cammy's running too. oh, please tell me Cammy's running, oh, please get to that point, alright, I'm gonna cut this thing off, we gotta get back, we gotta get back, because I'm dying. I'm praying. He tells me to Cammy's God, please give us that gift. Please, please, please. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Because I know America.
1: I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect and treating each other with dignity. That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal that everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. Thank you, you. Every generation of Americans has faced a moment when they have to defend democracy.
0: Okay, so I, I forgot a little bit. I don't know how, but... <laughs> It's an audio cast. All right, so Cami old Cammy Harris is all through the video. In fact, Joe Biden's almost barely in the video. And notice how we've gotten all the way to this point, and they've not talked about a single accomplishment. In fact, they keep restating the same things that they need to protect in our democracy. The things that they're actually attacking and blaming that on MAGA Republicans. Ooh, the MAGAs. MAGA Re- you know what, Joe? Would you please define a MAGA Republican? Because I bet he's got about as good a definition for that as he does an assault rifle. And I bet he's got about as good a definition for that as he does hate speech. They have nothing for these things. They're just empty words that they say so that they can use them to characterize you as something or characterize something that they don't want you to have. That's it. It's all it is. So let's go down the list of nonsense that we just heard in that clip. Joe Biden says he knows America. Oh, Do you really, Joe? Do you really know America? Dude, just because they force a group of workers to stand in front of you union workers or plant workers, so that you can speak to them and tell them not to jump from higher balconies or whatever the hell he does when he speaks, doesn't mean that you know those people. You wouldn't know what to do or say to somebody if you met them for dinner that made less than, I don't know, $500,000 a year. And that would be Joe looking down his nose at that person as somebody that's poor. I mean, he knows America. Are you kidding me? Do you see the houses this guy has? All the, all the money he's taken in from our adversaries? And this guy knows America? You know the elites, Joe. And it is clear based on the way you and your Marxist rule for the ruling class. Notice they always want to blame, oh, Republicans want to give tax cuts to the rich. But all the rich people vote for Democrats and support Democrats. Well, that's weird. Wow. Huh. That wouldn't be very smart for the Republicans to want to give really huge benefits to people who spend billions of dollars to make sure that Republicans don't get elected. Well, that just wouldn't be very, that just doesn't make much sense. Well, that's a, that's just so weird. Huh. I wonder what's going on there. Joe also says he knows we are a good and decent people. Well, uh, for the most part, yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm good with that. I am good with that statement. I think there are far more good people in this country than any of the news or any of the stuff going on get any credit for. The majority of this country are good people. I believe that, regardless of who you vote for. I believe that many people in this country, you could sit down and have a conversation with them, and whether or not you talked about politics, you wouldn't know who the other person voted for. You have no idea. I have a cousin that votes for... She is a hardcore liberal, but she is a nice person. She really is. And you would never know. I mean, you would never, ever know. So I believe that. I'll give him that point. He also says that we are still a country that believes in honesty, (laughs) oh my as he lies to our faces in this video everything he says is a lie and then he drops the honesty comment are you kidding me i mean the audacity the moose on this guy unbelievable and then he says respect okay but is it respect when conservative speakers go to college campuses or liberal cities, and they try to have a civil conversation with people that they know they disagree with and they get shouted down or violently attacked. Is that respect, Joe? Is that the kind of respect you're talking about? Because those are your voters, man. Those are your voters, Joey. And you are inciting them to do this. You are whipping them up into a frenzy with all your lies to act this way. You are promoting them acting this way. Is that what you... Is that what you mean by respect? Because I got a little bit of something on the dignity part here, too. Treating people with dignity. Oh, you mean like when Riley Gaines got attacked at San Francisco State for trying to have a civil conversation about why biological men should not be participating in women's sports? Do I need to get back into that one again? Because I read the data in the last episode. Do I need to do that? The NIH data? that fundamentally proves the difference between men and women in bones, and it's a recent study, okay? Dignity, or was it dignity when... The Tennessee State House got bum-rushed, led by the Tennessee Three insurrectionists who led an insurrection into the Tennessee State, while the people who came in with them were holding up seven fingers for seven victims of the Nashville shooting, despite the fact that there were six victims. They were counting the shooter. They were counting the shooter who slaughtered Christians, three Children and three people who gave their lives using their bodies as shields to protect children. And they say the shooter is a victim. I say, hell no. They should have been celebrating the police who took a monster and protected those children from that monster who was trying to gun them down. Yet again, red red flag laws failed. System failed. Parents failed. Didn't say anything. Psychiatrists failed. Failed didn't say anything. And I want to know, what pharmaceuticals was that woman taking? What did they have pumped into her that changed her mind so much that she went to that place in her mind and committed that ridiculous, brutal, awful act in which she has now had to answer to God for that? So there's the real justice. But I'm going to play these videos of the Tennessee State House insurrection by liberal definition. It's an insurrection where they're holding up seven fingers as if the 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 shooter, the shooter was a victim. And then I'm going to play a clip from Riley Gaines at San Francisco State when she had her incident there. And you tell me if this sounds like respect and dignity, because these are Biden voters, these are Democrat voters whipped up into a frenzy by the Marxist Democrats who are intentionally dividing us, trying to get these people to arm themselves because they have convinced them that we, conservatives, are committing a genocide against them. Well, of course they're going to be upset. They think that people are trying to exterminate them. Well, Marxists, can we please see the data on that? Can we see the data on the the genocide being committed? Because I don't recall hearing any genocidal stories being committed against the so-called trans community. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I do remember what these two incidents looked and sounded like. And I realize this is an audio cast, but I promise you when I play these clips and I'm going to play them back to back, okay, you can hear the hatred and the vile language and the vile, violent behavior from these people who simply disagreed with what Somebody was trying to say. And then the Tennessee Three, who the Biden administration celebrated, led the Tennessee statehouse insurrection into the the floor, onto the floor, as they took over the floor with a bullhorn and then got voted out of their positions via a democratic process. Democracy. Come on, Joe. You are a disgusting human being. Listen to this. Tell me if this sounds like dignity and respect. So that was the Tennessee insurrection. Now here's Riley Gaines at San Francisco State. to to Ten
1: bucks each.
0: Wow, Joe. That's on you. That's on you and your Marxist Democrat friends. That's on you. Does that sound like respect and dignity to you? Did Riley Gaines get treated with respect when she got punched in the face and got the lights turned out in the room she was in and got assaulted and then got held ransom? Yeah, you hear the nice little cute part at the end where they're holding her ransom? Make her miss her flight. Make her pay us 10 bucks each and then we'll let her leave. So they're holding her ransom while the police stand by and let it happen. Is that respect and dignity? No, of course it's not. So then Joe also says this country is no safe harbor for hatred. Well, Joe, you got a whole lot of your Marxist prosecutors around the country in Democrat run cities not prosecuting crime as people are being slaughtered, killed. You've got a border that's wide open that you're not prosecuting any criminals down there. In fact, you're totally ignoring US law, allowing this to happen. Illegal immigrant floods, so damaging. I don't, I honestly don't know if this country can take another year and a half plus of what Joe Biden has done to this country and the Democrats. Keep that in mind. It's not just Joe Biden. In fact, very little of it's Joe Biden. It's the Marxist puppeteers behind Joe Biden running him and all the Marxists that hide as Democrats. They are the ones that are responsible for all of this. Is that is is that the kind of is that the kind of safe harbor? Sorry, safe harbor for hatred, Joe? Is that? Is that what you're talking about? There's no safe harbor for that for that type of stuff with an illegal immigrant that walks next door and executes five people? That kind of safe harbor for hatred, Joe? That kind of thing? Is that what you mean? Or the thousands of immigrants that illegal immigrants that have died trying to cross? The Rio Grande drown, dehydrated in the desert, children that got left alone, women being raped and assaulted by coyotes while the cartels make billions of dollars. That kind of safe harbor, Joe, for hatred. And then he throws the equality piece in there, which is an absolute joke because this dude's working a whole government approach for his DEI nonsense that is fundamentally not equality. They are actually giving people advantages and giving other people disadvantages because of the color of their skin. Huh. Well, that sounds that sounds like a term I've heard before. Oh, that's right. Racism. Racism. Oh, man, that'd really be flipping the tables if you actually made the argument successfully, which can be done pretty easily, that the Democrats are actually racists. I mean, for God's sakes, he talks about giving everybody a fair shot. Well, some of the poorest, most worst educated parts of this country have been run by Democrats for decades upon decades upon decades. And they have absolute failing education systems. They locked their kids down for two plus years from being able to go to school. Meanwhile, they have prosecutors in those cities that won't prosecute juveniles. So the kids run around committing all kinds of crimes, hate crimes, violent crimes, stealing. All of these crimes, crimes skyrocketing, businesses leaving, citizens leaving the big cities because of Joe Biden and his policies and the kinds of policies that Joe Biden is supporting and the Marxist DAs and the Marxist Democrats that run those cities. That, that kind of equality, Joe, like the abject failure of the public education system that is actually turned into in most places something that looks more like indoctrination centers little little marxist camps little commie camps that you guys aren't even teaching basic civics or social studies in? Not teaching children the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, so they don't know their rights? That's another Marxist tactic. Watch the last episode. It'll explain all that. They don't want to teach the American values, the things that made us America, the things that make us free, the civil liberties that we have that make us different from every other society that has ever existed on this planet. They don't want to teach that to kids. You mean like that kind of equality, Joe? Is that the equality you're you're talking about? You can count me out on that equality because that equality isn't equality and you are making a hateful, divided, destroyed America and you're doing it on purpose. This is the Soros administration. That's what Joe Biden's running right now. He's running the Soros administration. And George Soros, a devout Marxist and communist and an absolute authoritarian. And so is his son. And Joe Biden is running George Soros playbook. Every policy George Soros wants. Is that. Is that the kind of equality you're, you're talking about? Joe, is that that the equality you're promoting in your re-election lies? I mean, I mean, I I mean your re-election video? Lies? Video? Lies? Campaign? Lies? Is that, Joe, Marxists, this is how you get to a point where the revolution is coming. This is how you get to a point where you spur on a revolution. These are the things that you do to the citizens of a free country that spur on a revolution, that instigate a revolution, Now, I haven't specified that yet. I haven't gotten to that yet, but there is a revolution coming. It is coming, and it is coming intentionally because of what the Democrats have done. And to tie into that final point of the last clip we just played of Joe Biden's re-election lie, group of lies, the revolution is coming. It's coming. Is that the democracy, the air quotes democracy that we're defending, Joe? Is that what you mean? the revolution that's coming? What what revolutions it going to be? Ah, that's the question. But is that what you mean, Joe? By the democracy that needs to be defended by this generation? This is this generation's opportunity, chance, burden to defend democracy? Is that is that what you mean, Joe? Is that where we are here? Well, the revolution is coming. It's coming. Let's Listen to the rest of Joe Biden's nonsense lies so we can get through this and get out of this thing and move on to other episodes, which God help us, God, please, please make me be able to do like a fun win of an episode here soon because things are getting pretty ugly down here and we could really, really use just a extra bit of help. But back to Joe Biden so we can finish his lies and just get over this t- stupid video that he put out that is so phony and Hollywood produced and artificial. And by the way, why is he whispering? Why is he whispering so much through it with the creepy whisper? I don't know. Let's finish his stupid video.
1: Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for the right to vote and our civil rights. And this is our moment. Stays There's nothing, nothing we cannot
0: do if oh, Lord have mercy, we'll never get that time back. But important time, because we should hear the lies. We should listen to the lies, the things that this man is saying, that we absolutely know are lies absolute bold face lies right to our face while he asks us to reelect him as he's lying to us and destroying our country in every way he possibly can. Home and abroad. Economic system failing. The dollar at risk of not being the global currency anymore. Everything. Our civil liberties with the DOJ and the FBI and all the intel agencies going after Americans. Why we fail to get our intelligence right overseas that are putting our allies and our people in other countries at risk because the intel agencies are looking inward and not outward at our enemies. They're more concerned about people saying things inside the country against Joe Biden and the Marxists. They're more worried about being exposed inside the country so that they don't lose elections despite the fact it's very hard to beat them because, well, they kind of rigged the game. Look at Arizona. Again, I'm not making false claims here. I'm saying something that we all know is fundamentally true. The system is rigged. It is gamed. And that is how you spur on a revolution when people feel like everything is dishonest. Everything, including their elections, their only opportunity to actually change things when they feel like that's not fair and their votes really don't count. That's how you spur on a revolution, and I posed it earlier. But what revolution is it going to be? But before we get to that question, let's just unpack the last little bit of what Joe Biden says. Personal freedoms. Do I need to revisit that one? That's all over every podcast I've ever done. Joe Biden and the Marxist Democrats trying to take our personal freedoms. They're targeting the extremes on both sides, what they say are the extremes, They're targeting the extreme left, speaking out against the Ukraine war, and they're targeting people like Alex Jones and Douglas Mackey, who was not an extreme, just simply made fun of Hillary Clinton voters. But then they find themselves targeting Catholics, targeting Christians, targeting pro-lifers, targeting conservatives. And if you're on the left and you think that you're not next on that list, if if you dissent at all... You will find yourself on that list very, very soon. This is a Marxist takeover, a fundamental transition of America. And Joe Biden's video is no better evidence because every single thing he says is a lie. I've just gone through it. There are so many lies. It's taking us an hour and a half to go through a three-minute video because his lies are so, so ridiculous. And there are so many of them personal freedoms. This guy says personal freedom. Um, I can't believe he even has. I I can't believe he even has the courage to say it. But yet again, he may be so oblivious. He is exactly the type of president that the Marxists want. They put him up there. He's a puppet. And they make him say everything. And he's clueless because he's old and senile. And he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't even remember what he did last week. Literally had a child ask him this week, Hey, where's the last place that you went overseas? He didn't know. He had to have another child tell him it was Ireland, despite the fact that Joe made a big, giant thing of his trip to Ireland. A taxpayer funded vacation for him to, I don't know, uh, investigate his family tree with Hunter overseas, with Hunter, with all the news breaking and all the corruption around Hunter that's likely to lead back to Joe. The names. All the information's there, but yet they're still hiding those key pieces, and they're fighting very hard. I mean, could they be any more blatantly disrespectful, and could they be any more blatant in their disdain for us? They hate us. They absolutely hate us. We the people, and they fear us. They also fear us, which is why they get on and make cutesy little videos like this. Because they want to make you feel good. They want to make you be a part of them taking you over. They want you to get on board with it. That's what they want. That's why they make these lies, these videos full of lies. That's why they go out and make public statements full of lies. That's why they take everything that's going wrong that they've done, and then they project it onto the other side. They take, acceptabil- they take responsibility, and they accept responsibility for nothing. Nothing. Is that leadership? Have you ever worked or been on a team that had a great leader that that acted that way? Of course you haven't. Because marxists are never great leaders because they always care about themselves first. And that's the opposite of leadership. But Joe also says voting rights. Do I come on? I mean seriously, do I, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. I'm not going back into it. I've done it so many times in podcasts in the past and I've shredded it on this one. Voting rights. Voting rights, when he says voting rights, he means let me find more ways to allow people who shouldn't be voting in our elections to vote in our elections so I can rig the system and I will never lose power because I have so rigged the system to be so illegal to counteract the actual votes of Americans that I and my Marxist friends can stay in power. That's what he's saying. When he says voting rights, he's trying to get illegal immigrants to vote. He's trying to be able to continue to ballot harvest. He's trying to continue this mail-in voting process that even the Democrats in 2012 said, and in previous years before that also said, was fundamentally flawed, opened up the entire voting system to fraud. The Democrats were saying that. The New York Times was writing those pieces. The Washington Post was writing those pieces. Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Kami. She brought voting machines onto the Congress floor and showed how easily they could be broken into. But now if you say that, whoa, you're you're an election denier. Oh, no, can't do that. Those voting machines, those are sound. Those are sound, sound, sound. It's all ridiculous. It's all a clown show. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all look at my right hand, look at my right hand, while my left hand's screwing you. That's all it is. Eh, Civil rights. And he talks about, he says civil rights. I just... (laughs) I can't even believe it. I mean, the things that come out of this man's mouth are so shocking and so ridiculous to me that I can't even believe he says them. But he does because he has the entire mainstream media, Pravda, propagandists to push his lies. Joe Biden tells the lie and then the mainstream media picks up the lie and then they tell the lie and they keep telling the lie and they keep telling the lie till you get to the point that nobody knows what the truth is anymore, especially the people that watch those networks, especially the people who assume that what those networks are telling them are true, but it's not. So then when they actually hear the truth, they've had the lie pounded into their head so badly, so frequently, so often, that they don't even believe the truth. They can't even define men and women anymore. That's how much they have pushed the lies. Think about that. Think about that. Just five, six years ago, Would anybody have had an issue defining what a woman is? No, but their assault is heavy and it is constant and it is often and it is as frequent as possible. They push the lie. They shove the lie. They say the lie. They scream the lie. And then they fundamentally brainwash people to the point that they don't even know what the truth is. This is a Marxist Marxist tactic. Listen to the last episode, please. If you listen to the last episode, you will see, you will be able to spot these things better. You will understand every time they tell you the lie, you'll know what they're doing. You understand it. And if you also change your perspective of this, this is not a right or left fight. This is a good versus evil fight. This is a God versus the devil fight. Good versus evil. That is the fundamental fight, the fight that we are in right now. Communism and Marxism is evil. Our founding fathers, who built this country on the backs of Judeo-Christian values, the freedoms that we have, is built around God. God is all through our founding documents. The creator, the light. And then the other side, constantly the darkness is trying to get in. Trying to consume your thoughts. Trying to consume the things that you feel. That is the fight we're in. It's a good versus evil fight. This is no longer politics. This is no longer left versus right. It is not that. And then this man says, God love you. Joe Biden, towards the end of that video, says, God love you. That man uses his faith for political reasons. Uses his faith. Uses it. He doesn't practice it. He wants to abort babies all the way up to the moment of birth. And even after if the parent doesn't want them, is that sound like a godly man, a holy man, a believer in Christ, a servant of the Lord? Does that killing babies to the moment of birth? Seriously? Shouldn't we be trying to find his way find ways to kill as little, as few of babies as possible? Like, wouldn't that be probably the best way to go? Cause that's what Joe Biden used to be. He used to think that that abortion was very bad, but now he has taken this totally perverted perspective on abortion, and that's where he is now, and he still he still goes to God, oh, I'm a Catholic, look at me, but apparently he's also a Jew, he's also Jewish, apparently he's also every other religion that you'd ever want to be it depends on what room he's standing in that day. That's how disingenuous he is. you know you're sitting, you know you're in in the uh, presence of a politician when they will tell you whatever you want to hear that day when they're Their fundamental principles change every day. That's a politician. We don't need politicians to save this country. We need Americans, real Americans that have lived in America, that understand the value of this place. We need God-fearing men and women that fight for good, for goodness, for light to save this country and this culture, because they're both dying right in front of our eyes. And we've seen a rapid increase in that death. We are dying much faster since Joe Biden got into the White House. Since the Democrats had the Senate and the House and the White House for two years, we've seen America's death accelerated in every way possible. A God-fearing man. God love you, says Joe Biden. The fact that that man invokes God is just absolutely disgusting. While he is promoting the mutilation, genital mutilation of children. Children who are just going through phases many times. In fact, the data says most kids, the vast majority of kids that are suffering from these gender confusion, they fall on the autism spectrum. They're often autistic and they're often abused physically or mentally or sexually. But they don't want to talk about that. Joe Biden and the Marxists, they don't want to talk about that. They want to tell you that, oh, you you have to permanently generally mutilate the genitals of this child, chemically or surgically, to make them happy. You have to ensure that that child will never have an orgasm their whole life. They will never have children. That's what's going to make them happy. Say the adults, say the adults, say the doctors that are on the payroll. God is watching, God is watching, and you know what it says about those who seek to harm children in the Bible. And I'm paraphrasing here. Tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the, in the ocean. Throw yourself in the water. Go drown yourself. If you have any intention of harming a child, go throw yourself in the ocean. And I can't say I disagree with that take. <sighs> Man, you guys, I really don't want to do these kind of podcasts that are this dark. But let's finish with this. You've heard me say this through the better part of this podcast. The revolution is coming. The revolution is coming. It is coming. The question is, what revolution? Whose revolution is it going to be? Because Joe Biden ends this video by saying something that I fundamentally agree with. He says, this is the United States of America. There is nothing we can't do if we do it together. That's what Joe Biden finishes the video with. Maybe one of the few pieces in the whole video that I actually agree with. I agree with him on that. But here's the thing. They have sown such division. They are prepping us for a civil war. We're in a cold civil war right now between red states and blue states. We are that far apart on our beliefs because the Democrats have fundamentally brainwashed that many people to believe that bad is good and good is bad. That's what's going on. That's, that's what's happening right now. They're stealing people's children and mutilate, mutilating them like in the separate country of Washington. With the dictator that is Jay Inslee, and it will happen in the separate country of California. With the dictator that is Gavin Newsom, and it will likely happen in the separate country of New York. With the dictator that is Kathy Hochul, this is what's coming. They are forcing a revolution, a civil war on us. Is it going to be a Marxist revolution? and the fundamental destruction of America, and everything that she stands for, and all of those patriots that watered the tree of liberty with their blood, that, are we going to throw that away? That tree that's so beautiful, the tree of liberty, watered with the blood of patriots? Are we just going to cut that thing down? Who cares? Marxists say, who cares? Who cares about all the blood that was spilled to water that tree? Cut it down. It's done. We need tyranny. That'll solve your problems what the Marxists are telling you. That's the revolution they want. That's what they want. Are we going to give that to them is the question. Because I feel in my heart, I was moved to do this podcast. It takes a lot of time to do this thing. It costs me money to do this podcast. I do this podcast because I love it. If somebody called me tomorrow and said, Andrew, we'd love to sponsor your podcast. We will pay you a lot of money, but we don't want you to talk about these things. And I promise you, if this podcast ever gets to that point, we will video those, those phone calls. We will video those phone calls. And if I ever get that, I promise you will see a video that goes out of me telling somebody to F off. I don't want your dirty money. We have to save this country. We need more people out there telling the truth about what is happening We don't have enough people telling the truth, and the people that do know the truth of what's going on, we have too many of them that don't have the courage to stand up and say, this is what's happening. This is what's going on to America. We live in an America that Joe Biden can put out a reelection video like his, where every damn word is a damn lie, and some people still support him. They didn't run him out of the country. We live in a country where Joe Biden is obviously corrupt. His family is obviously corrupt. And he's still sitting in the White House. But Donald Trump was impeached for nothing, twice. Now he's been indicted in New York City for nothing. That is the country we live in now. And I don't care if you're a liberal or not. Take your liberal glasses off and look at this, look at this system. Look at what's going on in America objectively. And you tell me that that's the America you want to live in. Because it may be in your favor right now. But I tell you right now, if they get to a point Where they get their revolution, the Marxists get their revolution, you'll be sitting right here with the rest of us. They'll strip your rights just the same, and they will oppress you and impose tyranny on you just the same as they will on me. But at least I know, I will go down, if that happens, which I don't intend it to, I will know that I did something, something to try to help, to try to change this, to try to solve the problem. To try to inform people of what's happening. What's going on. We're too divided. We shouldn't be divided against each other. We should be divided against the government. The system. The federal bureaucracy that wants this. The CIA. Who plays mind games with us all the time. In advertising and on the news. They have corrupted all the news organizations. The intel community. The deep state. Whatever you want to call it. They are getting exactly what they want right now. We the people fighting with each other so the oppressors can put together plans for oppression and tyranny while we fight with each other because half the country fails to acknowledge the obvious truth of what is happening. Wake up, people. Are you kidding me? What are we doing? What are we doing? Liberals, what are you doing? Look at the country around you. Is this success? Is this working? Is this working for you? Where that man can get on TV or on YouTube or whatever and post this extremely artificial video and every single thing he says is a lie and you celebrate it? You clap? Oh, yay. Joe Biden, you got my vote. Are you kidding me? Are we that, are we that gone? Are we? I, I don't believe we are. I don't believe that we are. <sighs> you guys, I feel like crap. Don't feel well. My voice sucks right now. But... I am going to be on Revolution Network tonight with the Bastards of Babylon podcast. Uh, this is 5: three. It's taken me a few days to put this podcast together. So that's some exciting news from Red, White and True Podcast. I can feel it growing. I can feel it. People are starting to wake up. We're starting to see the truth. They're starting to feel the failures of Marxism that are being imposed on them, forced on them. Things are changing. The revolution is coming which revolution? Is it a Marxist revolution or is it a reconstitutionalizing of the United States of America? Because that's what we need. We need to get back. We need to get back to our founding principles. We need to get back to God, trust and faith in God, fighting for the light, defeating the darkness, protecting our children, celebrating our veterans, celebrating this country for all the good that it has done. Yes, we've got some some warts and some scars and we've done some bad things. We have, but we have always been striving to be a more perfect union, to get better every day. And sometimes the things, the bad things that we done, they lasted way longer than they should have. But we ultimately made good on those. And we continue to try to make good on those things. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Boy, this is a long one. Almost an hour and forty minutes. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much for being here. And I hope that you guys, if you get a chance to, check out the uh May third version of Bastards of, of uh Bastards of Babylon podcast. Um, you'll see my face for the first time. Feeling like crap today. <laughs> late at night. It's it's central time interview, late in the evening. So uh I'm getting old. Maybe I need a nap. But you guys, thank you for, for being here, for listening to the stuff that I think needs to be heard, needs to be said, because I've said this many times. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm not. I don't want to be characterized as either one of those right now because I don't see a whole lot of good coming from either one of those parties. Now, the entire Democrat party is Marxists. We have some newer, younger generation of Republicans that I think are really good. I think we've got some some really promising people coming up, but we need more. We need more. We got to get these old establishment uniparty people gone. They are ruining our country. It is already going to be extremely painful to fix the ills of the past that these people have done. Oh, boy. Thank you for listening. You guys, talk to your friends about this stuff. Talk to your family about this stuff. Talk to anybody who will have a civil conversation with you. Talk about the issues. Listen to their perspective. By all means. And by the way, let me, you know what? There's 16 or however old those, t- those crazy young kids are that Joe Biden is paying, that Joe Biden's paying to put out TikTok videos supporting him. I'm sure you'll never hear this podcast, but I challenge both of them at the same time. You guys can both debate me live at the same time. I only have two, only have two things that I need you to promise. You won't talk over me and you'll let me speak And that it gets done live. So you can't edit it. But I want to debate both of those two little children. At the same time, they can both debate against me. And I would like for them to know what the topics and questions are going to be. And I don't want to know. I want to give them every advantage possible. And I want to debate you live so you can watch me crush you on every single issue that you claim that are wins for Joe Biden. I want to debate Both of you live. I don't even know your names, but I know that you're children and you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) So there's there's my there's my challenge right there. So if somebody hears this and they'd like to spread that message to those young those two young men, come get it. I just laid down the ground rules for the debate right there. You get all the advantages, I get nothing. And I will crush you on every single issue. Have debate, guys. Talk to people, have civil conversation. I will let them speak too if I get that chance to debate them live. I will do that. I will let them make their points. I will. Their points are going to be predictable. Everything they say is predictable. That's why I don't need to know what the issues are and they can know what they are. Doesn't matter. You guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this thing. This podcast doesn't exist without you. I know that there's not a a massive audience listening to this, but I so value every single listener that gets on. And pays attention to this podcast. I, I really appreciate it, guys. I dump my heart into this thing for you and for us, for America, for my children, for your children, for my grandchildren, for everybody that deserves better than what we're getting right now. So guys, go be well. Go out and fight the good fight. Make sure that the right revolution happens. We must stop the Marxist revolution and we must Push forward the reconstitutionalizing of America, that revolution, peacefully, ideally. God, please don't let us get into a hot civil war. Please, please, God, please prevent that from happening. Please, Lord, it would be awful and bloody. Americans shooting Americans, which kind of happens every day, but this would be way worse than anything we've ever seen. So please, Lord, stop that from happening. But you guys... Thanks for being here. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk to anybody that wants to listen. Thank you very much for your time. And always, always, always remember, the road to progress is paved in facts. Boom.
1: God bless America. I love America.